and welcome to the PR Professional Podcast, a podcast featuring expert advice, firsthand student accounts, news, events, and scandals in the world of PR. Brought to you by Central Michigan University's chapter of the Public Relations Student Society of America. My name is Sophia Randazzo, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kira McCumber, for another episode. Today, we will be talking to Alex Weddy, Marketing Coordinator at Midland Center of the Arts. Alex graduated from MSU in 2018 with a degree in media communications. While in college, Alex interned at the Performing Arts Center on campus, the Wharton Center, and was hired full-time after graduation. Since then, he has worked at a few performing arts centers before finding the position at Midland almost two years ago. Welcome, Alex, and thank you for joining us. Would you like to start out by explaining what you do at Midland Center for the Arts? Yeah, of course. Thank you both for having me. So as Kira mentioned, I am the marketing coordinator at Midland Center for the Arts. I oversee all of the communications that we do for the museum, the Performing Arts Center, and also our education department. So that includes any of the summer camps or adult classes that we do year round. Um, A lot of my day-to-day tasks are right now coordinating a lot of the press opportunities, which is kind of a huge undertaking when you have so many different parts that make up a Performing Arts Center, Um, but it's really fun. Uh, I actually just signed today an offer letter. I will be the new communications and uh, public relations manager beginning, um, I think, next week. So it's a really exciting time, and I'm excited to speak with you both today. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Of course. So um, I see that uh, Midland Center for the Arts is um, a nonprofit organization, Correct. Correct. Okay, so um, what actually inspired you to work in a nonprofit organization instead of a traditional corporation? When I was first starting out in theater, it was a really inspiring time for me. I learned kind of about the community side of it. I grew up only being able to really see plays and doing them in high school. I didn't really have a sense of theater community. So when I was able to see not only what nonprofits arts can do for me personally, but also what it can do for a greater community. I knew that was something I wouldn't necessarily find in the same way working for like an agency. So that ended up being what I pursued. Nice. Yeah, that's very nice. I was definitely going earth. I've been thinking about going in a nonprofit because it's, I feel like it's more meaningful in a way. So yeah, more like fulfilling almost. Yeah. 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 It's certainly, it's, I would say it's certainly fulfilling but I wouldn't just you know you can find those opportunities everywhere right when you look outside of performing arts so I wouldn't let that stray you necessarily Mm -hmm. most of your work experience has been in the performing arts what appeals to you about the creative setting there is no day that is the same I go from working on a show that can be the most depressing thing to going to a kid's musical rehearsal in the afternoon So there's such a variety when you're working in the performing arts that I can always find something to enjoy and a different way to approach it. It's also helped grow my knowledge of the world and just experience so many different types of culture that I never would have found um, outside of my profession. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to go into something creative myself. And um, it just I feel like even in public relations in general, like there's never never the same day, like you said. There's always something different within within your days while you're working. And I feel like when working in a creative setting such as you, I feel like there's even more room for your day to be different, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, definitely, of course. 
I did theater growing up and when I found out that you could work in like those like really creative settings while still in a professional capacity like I found that very like compelling and I think it's just really nice that you can still be a business professional while still working on what drives you creatively right yeah absolutely I I remember here when I was starting out my career I, I started out as an intern at Wharton Center um, it was very much the same thing. I didn't really want to pursue acting in college because if you're not doing it as a major or minor, it, there's no way you'll get your foot in the door. But I knew I still, I, I was bit by the bug in high school and I knew it was something that I couldn't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you currently work at Midland Center for the Arts and are largely in charge of their social media. Can you explain your process of having an engaged audience through social media? Yeah, of course. So it is a little bit, Midland Center is very unique in that we have both a museum and an entire performing arts venue with two theaters. So there is a lot of variety in what we post and you have to share that across tons and tons, probably like about a dozen different programs within the center. So project management tools are vital for us in our social media. We use Asana as a calendar to kind of keep track of how we're posting things. That way we can keep track to make sure shows are getting support, but it also just can kind of give you a good way to track your week on social media. And then obviously, of course, keeping the audience engaged by doing things like shout out videos with our artists when we have them come through, trying out new things like ways to give away tickets on social media. So there are tons of different avenues when you're working in the arts and you have theater going people at your disposal um, to kind of market towards. Yeah, I know that um, Asana is very um, helpful for like organizing your day and also um, kind of organizing across um, different categories at the center um, so that every department is kind of in tune with what everyone's working on. I was going to say that sounds really helpful because I've never heard. Is that a is that kind of like Monday? If they talk about that. Did you not talk about that in the class? No. I don't remember what class was, but they brought up Monday. Is that a is that an app? It's like an app. So it does have an app. It, it, it's just a pretty standard. If you start to learn about project management, you'll probably find it on Google. Mm-hmm. But it is, to Kira's point, it, it is more expansive than just keeping track of our social media. We use it to project manage pretty much anything oh, okay. that comes out of our department. Oh, that is nice. I'm going to have to look into that because I've, I run two social media accounts for two separate um student organizations on campus so I should definitely look into that thank you so you graduated in 2018 so you're running on about five years in your professional career you still have quite a bit of time to grow do you have any long-term goals when it comes to working in the performing arts or would you like to expand into another area you know I Right now, I am in a period of where I'm kind of expanding into the PR world. I started out in this role doing specifically marketing. So for me, I'm kind of at a place where I'm determining what I'm going to be doing in the next five years. Things just kind of changed, and I'm excited to take on a new role and the new responsibilities that are going to be coming with it. And with that, I think I'll get a clear sense. I, I still it's always intimidating when you hear like what are you going to do in five years and I remember when I was on the other side of this doing it to professionals as well Um, you never really know what's going to be ahead but you have to be prepared for it 
And I think this opportunity and the role I've been working at Midland Center has kind of prepared me for anything. And I'm still figuring out what that's going to be. I have always done performing arts marketing, but when I stepped into here, I got to see the museum side. I got to work on how, see how a summer camp is marketed. So I'm always trying to find new experiences to kind of take me to that next step. Yeah, that's very nice, actually. I mean, now that you're just jumping into the public relations side of it, I feel like public relations is a very integrative field. Um, There's communication. I mean, there's crisis communication. There's social media. There's graphic design, content creation. So, I mean, you could go many different routes now that you're kind of more into the public relations field. And even working at Midland Center for the Arts, it seems like it's very integrated over there as well, like relating to museums and theater and stuff. So I feel like you're finding a lot of new opportunities. Definitely. And like with communication and marketing and public relations, they kind of mesh in a lot of ways. And I feel like that leads to if you get to 10, 15, 20 years in the profession and you feel like you're kind of in a a rut or a stale kind of place, you can very easily transition into a different avenue and like be re-energized by the slightly different work environment, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would say this industry really lends itself to that. I have tons of friends that I've made in my years in industry already who during the pandemic, they went off to do something else for a while and are just now coming back. So this industry, always keeps you on its toes. You're always going to be doing something different and that gives you the tools to go somewhere else um, and do things differently or explore a new path. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm always into knowing about whoever's like working in PR. I'm always interested in knowing about your like creative mind, I guess. So um, when it comes to promoting upcoming performances or promoting anything in relation to Midland Center for the Arts, what are some common media campaign tactics that you use or you implement? So the great thing about theater, especially touring theater, is that it's been done before. When you are working with someone, you can see what other places have done. You can see how they've marketed it and where it's been successful and unsuccessful and grow from that. Very rarely in our center are we bringing in works that are totally new where we're starting from the ground up. I do a lot of research before we bring in a show. At the end of this month, we're doing Legally Blonde the Musical. And do you know how many times I've watched the movie this season? Just to say (laughs) I've watched it. Hundreds. So research is vital when you're trying to find like new processes. And, you know, it can be fun. We're when you work, when you're an arts professional, you get to work in the arts. So the things that you're researching is other art. So I don't know if that answered the question completely. I'm sorry. No, that did. I mean, when it comes to planning campaigns, research is like the most important part of it. I mean, and like a Legally Blonde musical, that sounds so fun. I feel like I would be totally fine with researching that and watching the movie over and over and over again. <laughs> I love exactly. that movie. <laughs> That's like the fun in it, I guess. Exactly. So you've started talking a little bit about the museum and you do content creation for the exhibits. Can you dive a bit deeper into 
what your process is when creating content for exhibits and how it differs from promoting performances? Yes. So when we're bringing in a tour like Weekly Blonde I just mentioned, we're given those assets. So we're given the pieces to create. When we're opening a new exhibit, we actually have to go through the creative process of what this exhibit is going to look like. Um, what's going to be in it. So we have to have, to, we have to start off with different brainstorming sessions and we have to, um, we just have to make sure we are all in tune to what it's going to be. An important thing to note about Midland Center is that in 2020, we experienced a horrific flood in our city that destroyed the Hall of Ideas, which is the central part of our museum. So since I've assumed my role as marketing coordinator, um, we have not had the museum completely open to what it was originally and what the community knows it to be. We've been operating a temporary exhibit out of a small display center and then also doing art galleries in our lobby spaces. So a big part of the museum messaging that I've taken on is the communication side. So making sure that people understand what we're doing and also what we're working towards. We're raising the funds on our capital campaign that by hopefully 2025, um, not wood, will be the grand reopening of a completely new center of both venue and museum. Yeah, I mean, that that sounds like a lot of work. I mean, usually, wow, that actually is like a really like long-term campaign, I feel like, but I mean, you need to raise the funds, doing, huh? Yep, when you're doing any type of big renovation project like this, it will be something that spans mm-hmm. five to 10 years at minimum. Right. And I feel like as of right now, are you already promoting like the, I guess, like reopening of the brand new exhibit coming in 2025? We do not actually know what exhibits are going to be coming in. They're having those meetings right now. So we're doing, we're at the very early stages of we're raising the money. We're about Mm -hmm. to go public with that to try to like get the, those last dollars. And then we meet with the architects, we meet with the exhibit designers, and then that's when those pieces start to come in play. So it's really exciting. And I guess in line of where I see myself in five years, hopefully here, so I can be here for the reopening. Yeah, I mean, that sounds really exciting, actually. I was able to see the Hall of Ideas um, as it currently is, which is not where it was uh, as the community knows it before the flood but it's a really cool space and even as a 19 year old I was kind of impressed um, with the uh, spaces in there and so being in charge of communication for um, the community when it comes to communicating across that the exhibits that are currently there are not quite what they're used to and how that's changing will also inviting them to come in can be a bit challenging, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yep, and we definitely have those patrons who still come here and ask about the Hall of Ideas and everything. And unfortunately, right now, we just have to tell people to wait and see. Um, We're still presenting the exhibits in our IFF STEM space to try to create that engagement in the community. And our museum team does such a wonderful job at piecing together part things from our archives to create these spaces that are still interactive and still engaging, just not at the same scale of what we might be known for. Oh, for sure. I mean, at least you're still presenting something. Something mm-hmm. is better than nothing. So, and I really like how you have um, pieces in your guys's lobby. I feel like that's kind of already 
a really great starting point in showing people who are who maybe even coming in just for theater to see their like to see your part of the museum exhibit so I think that's that's really great it's definitely great especially when we have a a house full of kids and we open up the stem exhibit space it's wonderful to see all those families walk in and experience it for the first time right um okay so for our ipr major here at cmu we have to use adobe uh, adobe creative suite a lot for our classes like being photoshop illustrator and design and adobe express um i've i bet you're familiar with all of those um so what Adobe apps or tools do you think are the most important when it comes to content creation? I mean, I, I think in general, the Adobe Creative Suite is an industry standard. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not a day that goes by where I don't open Photoshop to resize an image or touch something up. Um, there's not a video I edit that doesn't go through Premiere Pro or even sometimes After Effects to animate it. And then for our programming side, I have to open Acrobat every day to mark up PDFs. And when you're doing contracts in different parts of this industry, that's what everyone else uses. So you have to keep in line. Um, I'm interested in how you guys use Adobe Express, though. That's something that I've used personally in other places that I really have wanted to use here. How do you find that um, engaging at like a college level? Well, for me, I am required to take it for my visual merchandising major or minor. Um, I have not yet taken it, but my friend who's in one of my classes has took it. And I believe she's using it to, it's kind of more for like a social media standpoint. So they create um, like social media posts on there. They create, they also create like digital flyers and stuff. So it's it's almost like Canva if you've heard of Canva. Right, right. Yeah, it's I'm I'm excited to try it out cuz I've only tried out Photoshop and Illustrator so far and right now in one of my classes we're just starting InDesign. So, I like I like diving diving into the creative suite a lot. This is actually this January, this semester was the first time I've ever used the Adobe Creative Suite actually. Well, it is a wonderful tool to have at your disposal, and I recommend making sure when you get out in the professional yield, professional field to make sure that you are well-versed in Photoshop, Acrobat, and InDesign, because those are I see used everywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you are a bit younger than some of our other guests we've had come on who are in the workforce. You graduated only five years ago. What are some tips you have to stand out when applying for jobs in this more com- competitive com- economy? Well, I think it's always important to research what you're applying for. Um, see if there are any connections on the staff that if you could know to could maybe put in a good word for you. When you work in theater, you're always going to be crossing paths with people from your past. I just had a call the other day with an agent, which was one of my best friends in high school. So you never know who's going to come back into your life. And making those professional networking connections is absolutely vital to get your foot in the door. Um, I would also say that when you're applying for jobs, making sure that you tailor your resume to the application you're putting in is always helpful at getting that first round interview. Um, And also just being yourself. I always tried to shy away from doing templates with my cover letters. I always wanted to make sure I was writing, treat it like you're writing a letter to a friend that you're trying to say like, hey, I really want you to do this. And that helps you just stand out from everyone else. 
I know in a lot of our classes right now, they've been talking about ways to stand out with your resume or your portfolio because it's just becoming a bit of a more competitive space. And um, having tips from someone who's actually in the workforce right now is very helpful. Yep. It's really funny. When I was in college, and it's just so funny how the industry has changed, we were taught at Michigan State not to have like any kind of customization on your resume, that it should just be this like paper black and white. And this was at the beginning of like the Canva bubble when everyone started using that. So everything's changed and it'll probably change in a couple of years how we do jobs, but um, hopefully that's helpful for now. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And I think we are done here. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to speak with us and help us record another great episode. Of course. Thank you both for having me. Yeah. To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting the podcast. Be sure to follow the professional podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To submit any comments or questions or to suggest an episode topic or special guest, reach out to cmuprssa at gmail.com.